You are now listening to Hope They Hear Us Podcast. Remember, note takers are money makers. Let's go. Welcome back to another episode <laughs> of Hope They Hear Us Podcast. Man, again, I'm with my brothers. I'm with Dez and I'm with Jaquan, man. What's going on, fellas? How are y'all doing today? Bless, bro. It was can, can, you favorite. can you hear me? Man, first of all, let me tell y'all something because <laughs> I don't understand how every time I get ridiculed for you guys doing some crazy stuff, man. You guys blame it on me, man. But it's all good, man. It's all good. What did we do? Huh? What, what did, did I we do? do? What did I do? Yeah. What did I do? That's the question. You know what? What did you do? Nothing at all, because I'm innocent. Yep. Hey, you know what? But look, man, it's another week of the podcast. It's another episode, bro. We got we got episodes on all platforms, man. Before the start, before the the, the, the episode even gets started, man, I want to tell them. I'm shooting the podcast, man. I want to tell them to 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 follow us on Instagram at at hear us. Podcast, man. On Instagram. Say it one more at time, bro. What's the at name, bro? Man, at Say it again, bro. Man, listen, listen, listen. Let me, let me make sure it's quiet. Okay, y'all ready? At Hear Us Podcast on Instagram. Y'all ready? One more time for y'all. Just for the people in the back. At Hear Us Podcast. That's what we doing, man. Follow us on Instagram. That's how we doing, man. More content coming soon. I want to just get that out the way, man. Uh, also, before we get started and jump into this conversation, man, I do want to do one thing, brothers. Um, even though you know we 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 are all Aggies here, you know what I'm saying. I just want to definitely get a get a moment of silence for the fallen Aggies. If, if the listeners do not know, we lost two Aggies in two weeks. Um, so I want to definitely um, pay tribute to their lives. They were young lives, young lives. And we just want to, you know, take a moment of silence, man. So let's go ahead and just, you know, bow your head, close your eyes real quick, and just give that moment of silence real quick. Thank you for everybody that participated. Now... Like I said, man, welcome to another week of of, of hope podcast, man. And this week, man, oh, we got some messages for you guys, man. And I just want to go ahead and jump into that faith corner because I already know that that faith corner is going to be very powerful, man. Quan, let's take us away with that faith corner real quick. Yes, yes. So uh, for the scripture, you read from Hebrews 12 and 1. It starts out saying, therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw, every, throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles. And let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us. And I got this scripture from a sermon I was watching today at uh, Transformation uh, Church mm. in Tulsa, Oklahoma. And mm. the pastor was talking about running your own race. And I'm pretty sure it's going to align perfectly with our discussion today. And, and the mm. question he, he, he put out was, whose expectations are you trying to live up to? Whose expectations you're trying to live up to? And, yeah. And, and the thing is, even in the scripture, man, he said, we clearly have a, a, a race marked out for ourselves. 
And we all just got to, mm-hmm. you know, faithfully and del- diligently and faithfully serve our, our race, not looking to what other people are doing, not looking, you know, just focus in on your own lane. And <clears throat> one thing that stuck with me, and we can get started after this, is one, one key thing he said, <clears throat> being obsessed with what people think of you is the fastest way to forget what God thinks of you. So run your mm-hmm. own race. And I hope y'all heard me. Let's get it. Ooh. Boy has a clear his third a couple times, but I see. You know, I love that. I love that. I love that. But man, I do want to say one thing, Des, and I, I, I really want to just really just want to take this time to just recognize, you know, recognize you, brother. One thing you said, and that's really gonna be the topic of today, right? One of the things you said uh, last week, the, the the name of the message last week was beginning with the end in mind, right? And one of the things I want to say, the key component of what you said about the students going back to college was just being yourself, right? So that's that's really what we're gonna touch upon in today's lesson, man, is really just being yourself, right? And I think that, especially that 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 quote that Quan just really just you know just just read. The scripture he read was basically saying the exact same thing, right? So I think that, like, we could really definitely just dive into that, man, and, and, and just say, okay, take it to that next level. You know what I'm saying, Dad? Definitely, bro. So, man, give us something, man. What you thinking about? What do you, what, what is something that made you say, um, I need to be what, – what point, you know, did you recognize yourself and say you were losing yourself and just saying – Yo, I need to step back and I need to get in my own lane. Like, what do you think that that turning point was? Sheesh. It's crazy because I was just talking uh, to one of my good friends, KC, about this. Um, it really, for me, my turning point was really my, mm, I really say my turning point was probably the spring semester of my junior year. But the actual transformation didn't happen until, I say, this summer. So let me let me dive into it a little bit. So long story short, my spring semester, my junior year, it it was just a lot going on. Like it was just it was just a tough time, and I just really felt like I was using other things to cope with the pain I was going through and the depression I was going through, and I just really just like lost myself in the process. But then I remember um, one day I just really sat down, and I was talking to Quan about this the other day. Like I really sat down in the mirror. Like, I really just put a mirror right in front of me and just had, like, a full-blown conversation with myself. And how did that really just change my whole perspective, of not only on my about myself, but just my life in general. And I just told myself to write down to, to a list. So I basically broke the list up and to have, it was, like, things I like about myself and the things I don't like. So then when I started to write, I noticed I was starting to write things I don't like first. And I'm like, whoa, like, that's that's really a problem. Like, I should be writing things I like about myself. So over time, like, during the course of, of this quarantine and everything, I just really just started to find myself, you know, and just find things that I was attracted to that could elevate me not only as a person, but just elevate my spirit as well. So I really think for me it was really junior, but the transformation happened Today, I mean, not today, like during this quarantine period. But what about y'all? Hold on, bro. You can't go past mm. that, bro. Hold on. So, exactly. You cannot so, go past so that, bro. Practical steps, though, bro. So you said, look in the mirror. And you, you wrote out things that you liked about yourself and things you didn't. Yeah. Like, basically, like, 
<laughs> you know, like you, I had an intervention with myself and just like really just sat down and like really just like, okay, what do I not like about myself? What do I like about myself? And I kid y'all not, like writing what I didn't like about myself was like, it was easy, like writing it out because I really off the bat, but it was hard at the same time because like, man, I'm really writing this stuff about me. You know what I'm saying? And these are things that I can change, but these are things that I've noticed. Other people have noticed. So then it was just like, okay, every single day I can really take start taking one of these off my what I don't like and put it on what I do like. And more and more gradually, every single day, I just started writing in the what do I like about myself and just kept focusing on that column. Boy, it just changed. Like, it just changed over time and to the point now where it's just like, I'm blossoming. Like, I really feel like I, I, I came one with myself during that period and just really at that moment. But now it's just like, okay, now I need to focus on what I, what I like about myself because at the end of the day, what I don't like can always be changed into what I do like. It's just a matter of if I, I want to keep that mindset of worrying about what I don't like and not focus on what do I do, what do I like, or do I just continue to focus on what I do have and continue to elevate that into basically, you know, just out of this world type thing. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. that's what I really did. And it really helped me out a lot. Like, I encourage the listeners, like, people, you might, people might look at you funny if you tell them you had a conversation with yourself in the mirror. But I'm telling you, like, that's that's as real as a conversation you're going to get. You know what I'm saying? So I encourage everybody to at least have a mirror talk with themselves. But it was definitely helpful for me. I love it. I love it. I love it. That is some really great things. Quan, what you think? What you what, what you have a situation similar to that? Or what, what you saying? Uh shoot, we might go I was talking to Desmond uh this past week. And just opening up about my situation, you know. And one of the things that kind of stuck with me is really just like complaining. You know what I'm saying? And it's it was mm. very it was very good that me and because, you know, this was like my brother. So it was like, I was able to let my hair down. Of course. Really, and it's like, you know, deepest truths still try to find a way. Yeah, you got to let the negativity go. But at the same time, you, that you blocking yourself from your blessings when you have all that stuff, you know, built up, you know, negativity or, or self-doubt all on you. So this, and like this, said, looking at those conversations, what people you trust, that'll definitely uh, bring to negativity. You have your life stuff you need to let go in your life and stuff that you know you had to. You know what I'm saying? That's that's my two cents, bro. Okay, that's awesome, right? Yeah. Um. Oh my God. I do have about a question, you, bro. For, oh, for me, um. I think one of the things that I would yeah, say Sunday dinner, ain't he? Right. Me? <laughs> I'm not eating nothing. I'm not eating nothing though at the moment, honestly. I need to be cooking something, but um no. Um but one of the things that I would say that um that were really just making me feel like I was um transitioning into a new pathway of being able to know how to be a better level of self. I would say really um just figuring out how, you know, how like somebody might be advancing more, more so of you. 
And you might feel like, uh, I guess if you, you I want, you want, you won't feel angry, but you like look at yourself and self, self reflecting, like, where am I? Where am I at, really? Like, where? What am I really doing? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And when I got to the realization, like, okay, I need to be doing this, or I might need to transition to this instead of that. I think that's when I was like, okay, I need to stop. I need to really just run, run my own race and be myself. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I think that was one of the things that really made me transition into that phase of being myself. Because it's hard, man. Sometimes, I don't know if you got... Uh, social media is very... Huh? So, social, media, social media is very, very um, toxic in ways that you build a love-hate relationship with it. The reason why I'm saying a love-hate relationship with it is because, of course, you want to see your friends grow and you love seeing your friends do good things. But at the same time, it's like a rush process sometimes. It makes you feel like, okay, um, I see my friends doing all this. What the hell am I doing? Or what am I doing exactly? Mm-hmm. So that's why I don't. I, I have a love-hate relationship with social media. That's how I feel about it, man. I had to get off of that, man, like that. Whew. That was part of the transformation, transformation right there is being bold enough to get off social media for a little bit and really take that time to reflect. Mm. To be bold to get off of social media, that is a great step. Um, I'm working on it, my brother. I'm working <laughs> on it. But, 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 you know what I mean? Like, I feel like sometimes, like, for me, honestly, I feel like I promote certain things and I feel like me as a person to promote certain things, I have to have a social media, like not really have to, I don't want to say have to, but I want to say that I really, you know, look forward to either easily posting certain things and being able to be that person to post like positive motivational quotes and things like that. You know, I try to limit myself on being able to scroll though. So try to live in my so my um self discipline on scrolling down my timeline a lot. Mm. That's good though, man. I, Just not allowing. Yeah. So what what makes you not want to scroll? Well, it's not really not wanting to scroll. I think that a lot of don't realize that you waste a lot of time scrolling. Thanks. Like. If you go, if you like, I know every for me every Sunday, my iPad, my iPhone send me the uh, screen time, right? That's and it just shows me how long, how long, you know what I'm saying? It'll tell you if it go up or down if you're average, mm-hmm. uh, the time that you're doing, right? So for me, it was more so, um, it was more so, uh, I was going up and then I'll fluctuate down. Sometimes it just depends, it'll go up or go down depending on the week that I want to do. But I'm trying to figure out a way to average it to a certain extent to feel like, okay, I've accomplished a goal and I'm not spending too much time on my phone per day. I'm actually doing what I need to do. You know what I'm saying? Like handle business and get off. I say I say this, bro. Just um, put a time limit. You know, um, if you click on that little thing right there, uh, the screen time, they'll give you time limits on all the apps you can use. And you can place for like 30 minutes, an hour. You know what I'm saying? Or longer. Okay. But that definitely I mean, helps I, out too. 
I appreciate that. Yes, sir. I definitely, I'm gonna try that uh, upcoming weeks. That's see, but that's that's the thing. Everybody needs to know that. Like, I feel like everybody definitely needs to know that. But look, as we talking about just being yourself, right? I do want to tell you guys, like, I I was at work, man, and and I, I was like really like listening to like I had my music on shuffle, right? Mm-hmm. And it was one song that really just like really just stood out to me. And I didn't even know I had this on my playlist, but just just one thing like that really stood out to me. It's an old Kanye West song from um I wanna say college graduation, graduation. And it, the name, the title of the song is called Everything I Am, right? I just want to read you guys one lyric, man. One lyric that just was like, wow, right? Let us hear it, bro. I got you. <laughs> he said, he said basically it's one sentence, man. It's one sentence, and it's basically the stuff we're talking about today. It says, everything I'm not made me everything I am. Hmm. Let me read that one more time because everything I'm not made me everything I am. Oh, that means right? to you, man. So for me, it hit me when I was listening to it. I was like, what? Okay, so for me, it means like, okay, you might not be the best, uh, you know, you might not be the best drawer, right? For example, you might not be the best drawer. You might not know how to draw at all. You might not know how to play an instrument. You might not know nothing, but you have gifts. Like God gave you gifts to, you know, to live out on this earth, right? And mm-hmm. so you're not living out these gifts. You you trying to basically run in somebody else's lane, right? You're not running in your own lane, meaning that you're not even fulfilling your own purpose because you're you're so distracted on other things that you're not really seeing what's your own gift. Mm. Right. So man, that's what really what I was like when I when I read it, I mean when I was listening to it, I was like, this is a good song. But that's that really right there that stuck out to me. And I definitely just wanted to just pinpoint that out. Right. And then I know, you know, you guys might have a different take on it. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what you guys might take from it. But let's see. Well, what do you guys think when somebody says, you know, everything I'm not made me everything that I am? What you guys think about that? Yes, go ahead, bro. I don't know. Like, I'm kind of interested in what you was going to say, bro, because I'm still thinking about it. (laughs) (laughs) That's how I shot (laughs) <laughs> well, what you think, Zay? Like, no, no, you... I would say, man. Oh, go ahead, go on. Man, let me ask you a question, bro. Get off these Oh, I was gonna say, like, I was gonna ask Zay what he thought since he brought it up because I was gonna, I wanted to hear him, his opinion first. Well, man, I kind of already dissected it to the most part that I could. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. Yeah. But let's shoot. Let, me, most... let me get ahead at it, bro. Let me get ahead at it then. Uh, go ahead, so go ahead. everything I'm not makes me every, made me everything I am. It kind of made yeah. me like go back to like the biblical, like not retirements, but just like the scripture where it points out like the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. So like mm-hmm. you know, on our race, man, it can be times where you know our thoughts may be, you know, I wouldn't say influenced, but we may be being tested. I just say that, you know what I'm saying. And the enemy might, you know, put things in your head, but you got to realize that, 
everything the enemy says is a lie. You know what I'm saying? It's not true. He's trying to steal 100%. all those things that God promised you. He's trying to take you away from, you know, your mark, your finish line. And so that's what I kind of believe. Like, that's what I get from that lyric. Like, yo, every like just in your mindset, just shift it to, let's say, everything the enemy tells me I am, I'm not that. Just go against the grain. Like, focus on your race. That's what I kind of get from it. Mm. But can I can I can I really just bring you guys to a different perspective real quick? Yeah. When you say when you say when you say everything I'm not makes me everything that I am, right? Yeah. I am. I want to bring it to I am. Yeah, speak on it, bro. I I am is a very powerful statement, right? So when you say I am, even in the Bible, God says I am the great I am, right? Mm -hmm. When you say I am, you are everything that comes after I am. You know what I mean? You are a very powerful being, right? In this universe, right? So when you say I am and whatever comes after it, you are. You speak power into what you are. I so feel like Zay and his crib still on the couch right now, bro. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> yeah, talking about I'm on the couch. Man, I ain't on the couch, man. I'm sitting straight up, man. Come on, man. <laughs> Come on, man. Like, see, look at Dez, man. Dez. <laughs> but no, for real, man. Like, just me, who you are in today's society is the greatest accomplishment that you can do. Running your own race, not being um, persuaded by other people's opinions, that's the greatest thing that you can do today. Mm-hmm. That's a fact. Speaking of that, man, I uh, came across a song too. Um, it's called, or well, the artist's name is, is how I said it's She World. And he was talking about breaking the cycle. And uh, basically, he was saying, like, the hook is use your, use your, um, use your mind. They can use it for you. And like the whole, like, like, theme of the song is basically like, yo, like, it's more to being an athlete, it's more to being, you know, a rapper, a singer. Like, use your mind, think outside the box, be creative in your thought process, and just, like, use your mind. You don't have to do, you know, sell drugs or do, like, the easy stuff, the things that's accessible, the easy way out. Like, really, you know, invest time and, and tap into, like, what you really want to do. So I'm like, man, that was mm. crazy. Mm. You know, today is, like, the de- best, well, this moment that we're living in is covid infested moment that we're living into right now is the best time to really invest in yourself. Most definitely. Because you you investing in other well you can't even really invest in nothing else, man. Like you saving your money, you can't really do nothing. You're stuck in the house. I don't know about y'all, but over here, we going on lockdown again. So I'm stuck in the house for like almost a month, I feel like. Yeah, they talking about having us work from home till um Mid-2020. Mid-2020. Mid-2021. I'm bad. I ain't bringing out the step to me like that, brother. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, bro. It's, 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 we're not in the past. I'm in 2021. Okay, got you. Got you. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so, I, hey, man, it's time to, man, to really just, oh, no reason not to come out of COVID. Not even COVID, this pandemic, you know. That's it, the same skills, like really battling yourself. Definitely, bro. There's no reason, you know what I'm saying? 
Yo, it's no reason. Like I've I've been listening to this song by um Yo Gotti, man. Recession proof. Re- exactly. Mm-hmm. Listen, recession proof. I feel like, bro, I'm to a point, man. I'm trying to become recession proof, man. Because if you if you've been um affected while you're you know during this pandemic, you are you probably have been affected by the, the recession. But to become recession proof, it's not only financial free. It's not the it's the road to financial freedom. Because if you don't let that that really dictate what you're, you know, you don't let the recession actually dictate to how much money you're making. Yo, you one powerful dude. That's you are one powerful. They say you gotta make money while you sleep. Make money while you sleep. Hey, we gotta get there, man. We getting there though. Oh, we coming. Don't worry about it. No, no, but I know y'all y'all drop it, y'all drop it songs, man. I know I was talking to Zay the other day about uh, a song that I brought up about our particular topic, and it was called. Well, so uh, made this song, Kendrick made Lamar. this episode, the uh, made this episode that the the, uh, the lyric breakdown. Bring all these songs, huh? <laughs> no, we do bro. got some, we got some songs too, man, for real. Definitely, and. I was, uh, I told Zay, I was like, a song that really brings up to mind about this topic is Kendrick Lamar's I. You know, just I love myself, you know. Like, I just felt like when he, when the song came on and I just heard that, it was just like, oh. And then he, what, is, what he started talking about. But then, I don't think if people really, like, if you listen to the album, it's like a, a back half of the uh, part of the song where he's um, actually like, performing the song live, and, like, it's a bunch of ruckus, like, people fighting and stuff, and then he has a message right after it. And, like, the message was, like, so powerful. Right. He was, like, you know, the judge make time, you know, so we, it's, like, crazy how we come out here, kill each other and stuff, you know, give these white people and stuff our time, but we don't give each other time, like, to, to build things and to help each other out. But he was, like, the judge make time, so we got to start making time for each other. And it was just like, it was just so powerful, man. And just really the whole like album in general, like Mortal Man, like that was another powerful like <laughs> like uh, sediment right there. Yo, but, I like, love that, that song, song right bro. There. That song is crazy. It's OD. He say, what did he say? He say, when stuff hits the fan, are you still a fan? Yes. That's right, man. That, that's, that's that cancel culture, that's bro. Yo, that's what we are right now. <laughs> if you want to honestly say that, bro, because. Stuff has hit the fan already. But are you still a fan? Are you, can you continue to to be calm? Can you continue to basically, you know, act civilized? Continue to be yourself, you know, as all this other, you know, things unfold, right? So that's why I love that song. I definitely love that song. And it really, really relates to what we are right now. That's like music is like uh, I don't want to say no escape or like a therapy, but music, man, just like can can take your mind away from so much, bro. It's like music is great, bro. <laughs> it's great. Well, music can de- is definitely uh, I would I would definitely say it's a getaway, and, and certain certain aspects is definitely a get getaway because I mean when you think about it, like. Can you listen to music, man? You on a whole new level of consciousness. Like, I don't know. Just really when you listen to certain things, even in podcasts, for example, right? 
I don't know about you guys, but when uh, Black Lives, you know, when the, the, the all 50 states protested and they still sport, protesting, bro. They're just not putting on media. Yeah, but you remember when it first started, all 50 states was protesting in 18 countries, right? Mm-hmm. I remember looking at, I was just curious, right? I was curious and I said, you know what? I'm going to look at Martin Luther King's last speech, right? He was in a. Uh, the church in D.C., Washington, D.C., and he was talking, and basically what he said was really relevant to what's going on now. Put and, us on game. Huh? Put us on game? Okay, one of the things he was talking about, he said basically, like, we can't keep turning a crooked eye to what's going on and saying that it will get better for tomorrow. We can't keep saying tomorrow will come when we still have to deal with the problems of today. Mm-hmm. Uh, he said another thing was uh, we continue to look for, we continue to turn a cheek and we say, um, what's, what's one of the famous uh, sayings that, 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 us, that we say? It's basically saying that uh, time will, time will, defeat racism right mm. and this is remember this is in 1960 64 1968 right uh he says time will not actually defeat racism and what we are looking at now is because a lot of people like to sweep it under the rug and say time will defeat racism time will make racism disappear quote unquote and when we say that, it never goes away because at the end of the day, it's like it's still here. The problem, the underlying issue is still here. We still have to face it on head on. And for us to not deal with the problem, that's the problem. Mm-hmm. So they say silence is compliance. So it sound right. That's what they, basically, silence is compliance or... Uh, you need to say her name, you know. Arrest the killers that kill that killed Brianna Taylor, man. It's been a long time, still, bro. Five, five, five <laughs> and months. And they still bro. like five man. months. That's tough. Five months, man. Since we've been doing that, man. Since we've been saying that, that's crazy, man. But, man, we're going to continue to just run our race, man. We got to continue to be, you know, some great black men, you know, as we continue to just elevate ourselves and our families and things like that, man. And I definitely want to continue to just, you know, make sure that we are all, you know, to knowing what the goal is at hand, right? Mm-hmm. Right. But I do want to ask Dez one question, right? Hey, Des. Yes, sir. So, the the Kendrick Lamar album was called How to Pimp, How to Pimp a Butterfly. I want to know what did you take from the entire album as a whole, right? Oh, okay. I thought she was. Hey, I thought it was another part to it. <laughs> no, 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 but no, no. It's crazy, man. Because like when the album drops. I'll say this, like, and then I'll answer your question. Like, like when the album dropped, I didn't really give it a listen because, like, it was like, 
it was like it wasn't the Kendrick Lamar I'm used to, you know what I'm saying? I'm used to, you know, K-Dot spazzing on the beat for three, four minutes, you know, talking, you know, what Kendrick Lamar talk about. So when the album dropped and I remember my sister, she was like really into the album. Like she really loved it. And she was like, Dez, you know, you just got to give it a listen. And I was like, nah, because he not, you know, he not rapping like, you know, Kendrick Lamar, you know what I'm saying? Like, he on some other stuff. But she was like, nah, what he really talking about, like, like, you really need to take a listen. So, like, I remember I sat down one day for, like, a period of time, and I just listened to the album, like, I think, like, three times, like, front and back, full, full, full. And... I was just amazed. I was like, yo, like, I don't really sleep on this album. Like, and it was just like so mind blind, especially like when, like when the acronym, like to pimp, to pimp a butterfly, like he was really, it was really supposed to be like an acronym outside of like, you know how like Tupac, he had Tupac, but instead he said to pimp a butterfly because the butterfly is already like blossom. It's already like out of his cocoon type, type thing. So Really, what I got from the whole album was just, like, just really just, like, a new sense of, like, peace and work, you know what I'm saying? And just really, like, just appreciating being black, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's what I really got from It's just, like, really just appreciating being black, <laughs> being black and just really just, like, being more appreciative of my brothers and sisters around me. And like I said, when I listened to I in that, that, uh, that last part, like, that's what really changed my mindset, like, completely towards, like, my brothers. I'm talking about not just, like, my actual brothers, but just, like, my brothers that I do not know that are black. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, just because, you know, you went through a more crazier situation than me don't mean I got to look at you different. You know what I'm saying? I got to respect you the same way, like, I respect the next person. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I really got from the album. But what, what about y'all? Man, you know what I really got from the album, bro? And this might piggyback off of it a little bit, man. It kind of had me feeling like, you know how, like... So I was raised in, the, in the Atlanta, you know what I'm saying? I'm from New Orleans, but raised in Atlanta, man. And just, you know, being in the, the hood all my life, you know what I'm saying? Like, just just the, the different people that you're all, always around, you know what I'm saying? Like chasing money or something like that. Right. With different, you know, different opportunities, you know, what I'm saying not the ones that most people talk about. Uh, one of the things that How to Pivot Butterfly really taught to me was just being different, man. Like I felt like I was in a cocoon for a minute. Right. And when he said at one point he talked about being in a cocoon, you can either we all go in a cocoon, but. When you're in a cocoon, you can go good or you can go to come out bad, right? You can turn, you know, on the good path or you can go on the bad path, right? So we're all cocoon, you know, we're all in the cocoons. We become, you know, we're caterp- caterpillars at first. Uh, we get in a cocoon and we, 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 you know, we grow as who we are, you know, at the end of the day. And what I felt like was when he was talking about, I forgot the song exactly, but oh, the, exactly the song was um. You remember the song? He was like, "You ain't gotta lie to kick it, my nigga. You ain't gotta lie. You ain't gotta lie. You never heard that one? Hey, it's week of two. Of course, it's week two. We gonna let we go put uh, Isaiah on the track, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, but no, for real. But when he said that song, bro, he was like, 
he was basically telling like, yo, man, you ain't got to lie, bro. You ain't got to come around me and ask where the women at all the time we, we together, man. Like, bro, like, we can talk about some other things, right? And even with that, like, your your circle, like, even a lot of people say this all the time. They say if your circle is not talking about things to elevate themselves, that is not a circle. That is a cage. You know what I mean? Like, when they say stuff like that, I was thinking, like, when people come around and they just say, where the hoes at? Or where the women at? You know what I mean? Like, you just like, okay. Like, bro, like, I mean, shoot. You know your response? Nah, my response is like, bro, like, what kind of question is that, bro? Like, look around if you really want to find the women, bro. Like, <laughs> damn, bro. But that, that's what I got from, you know, um, How to Pimple Butterflies is basically trying to be able to to do that but as well as, you know, relating back to being a, a you know, relating back to the hood and relating back to where you're going, going to go. Because at the end of the day, you're trying to figure out, you know, to make a better future for yourself. And it's hard to do that when you're still trying to look behind you and see where other people are going. Mm-hmm. Definitely, bro. <laughs> It's crazy oh, yeah. though, man. Like, yeah, I uh, I was never really like. I, I hate to admit this on, on on record right now, bro, but I was never really like a big Kendrick Lamar fan because I just felt Jeez. like a lot of the stuff he was. Now I gotta come for you, brother. I gotta come. Let me explain, yeah, bro. Let me explain. Yeah. Let me explain. Please explain yourself. So <laughs> I, was, <laughs> I used to Please. always just listen to like rappers that I was really familiar with. So I would always mm-hmm. listen to like a, maybe a Bit Shine, Wale, or a J. Cole. And those was like my top three. So I was just like heavy on them all the time. And so really I didn't really <laughs> listen to Kendrick Lamar to Pimp a, Butterf- to Pimp a Butterfly album until um, the protests and stuff, the riots and everything was going crazy maybe a few months ago. And I'm like, bro, this this album speaks volumes to this type of like this environment, you know what I'm saying, as far as like protesting and how we're being, you know, uh, treated in, in these situations. So I was like, bro, it, it's, that album is like, like, for real, for real, bro, I can't even hold you. Um, and I know that on uh, that, that song, I, uh, when he was at the end, when he was talking about like the, you know, like something had broke, he just started rapping acapella. It's basically this informalist, like, yo, look up the word N-E-G-U-S. And he, I guess yep. he was responding to Oprah. Oh, like, yes, sir. And, it, and I'm like, bro, like, it is, bro. Dude is, like, really on another level when it comes to his lyrics and, like, his 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 substance in the song or even his delivery, how he's saying things or how he want people to listen to it or do research, you know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's just a lot of... Um, you know, nuances, profile meanings behind different things. So, hey, that that song is definitely a classic. And even, like, for real, for, I know I just said it, but, like, the, the album kind of remind me of uh, the L.A. Riots. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Like, if you listen to the, the album, it's just like, well, for me, I was listening to his album, and I had the news on, but I had the TV on mute. And I'm like, yo, mm. this this was a soundtrack for those protests, bro. And it just was like perfect. So I'm like, man, that was mm. crazy. That that definitely was. I think that like like when you have rappers um, that have lived through it, 
Of course, that's what they know. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like they know, they know that. So they're gonna bring that 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 pain and suffering for what their families have went through. They're gonna put it in the music. They're gonna put it in the art. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Right? Just just like for us, man. Like for for when we talk about the subject of being yourself, you gotta bring that that pain and suffering of what you've been through, and and make it to your whatever your art is. You have to do mm-hmm. that. You know what I'm saying? Like. One of the things that I really feel feel like, and I was listening to a message this today, and when we talk about being yourself, right, a lot of people don't know, but when you're being yourself, one of the things that are, are that will be make you stagnant is being content to where you are now and not trying to move forward. Hmm. When we talk about like stretching, we talk about like just being the best that you can be. Like when you being content, like that's that's the hardest thing you can do. Um, because at the end of the day, like we have a goal in life and I know we all got goals, so we just gotta make sure that we we really like sit down and really reevaluate ourselves. Being self aware is key to transitioning and then being yourself. Right. Yes, sir, man. Do you, do you guys feel like you guys are being content in, in any areas at the moment? Mm. Mm. I mean, I would say, I wouldn't say content. I would just say being patient. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's how I kind of look at it. Like, I wouldn't say content because, like, I know is I know how much I'm putting in, but at the same time, sometimes you just got to realize that. At the moment, you you are where you need to be. You know what I'm saying. Yes. And I'm kind of learning that along this journey that I'm going on is that maybe you are putting in enough work. It's just like the results, you know what I'm saying, are just meant to be for right now. That doesn't mean they're going to be the results tomorrow or you know five years later or you know something like that. But just like every single day, you know what I'm saying. As long as you put in that that one percent, like I was telling having this conversation with Quan, like, as long as we just put that 1% in every single day, gradually, it's going to get better. It might not happen overnight or in a week or, like I said, in a month or even a year. But as long as putting in that 1%, like, then you, I feel like you'll see, consistently see, like, okay, like, it's getting better. It's getting better. And it helps you really fall in love with the process. So I wouldn't say content i'll just say being you know being patient with the results that i'm getting right now if that makes sense you know that really that really is awesome kwan what you thinking man we probably get desmond podcast for himself bro exactly man (laughs) hey hey yo hey yo desmond be saying be saying some gems they gonna notice man that's why i love i love it man i love when he be talking man he don't even know it but i really look up to the way he talks and and articulates his words and stuff like that. But, man, Quan, what you got? Love, brother. brother. <laughs> uh, am I content right now, man? Um, I would, I would, I would be lying about that. I am, bro. I feel like uh, even from listening to this podcast, man, I'm, um, I'm pushed daily by um, my, my friends of influence. You know what I'm saying? What they say, it, you surround yourself with you know, I don't want to say you broke people, but you can be the other broke friend. But you, you're a character, or you're around people that's 
as pushing themselves or grinding daily, you're gonna be the other person that's pushing yourself and grinding daily. So I think my, my circle, man, whether I speak to my friends daily or weekly or however you know, soon we talk, it's hard for me okay. to find contentness in my, my situation in my life right now. But then I would say okay. I'm very um grateful for everything, everyone that is in, in my life, honestly. And um okay. and it, my position now in my life, man, it's hard for me to just like not take anything for granted, you know what I'm saying? I'm so thankful for a lot of things. Um, Ooh, and through conversations and, and, and just really, like, reflecting, man, it's, it's, it's refreshing, bro. Like, it's crazy. I said it last podcast, but I'm really living out my prayers right now. So, for Ooh. me, man, it's, it's – nah, man, I can't be too content. Ooh, I love that. I love that. So, it's both of you guys – both of you guys are saying some great things, right? And I want to just want to bring this one point, man. You know, the one of the things that I want to say is you guys are, are very confident, right? And I love that, right? And one of the things that I really figured out is a devotional that I was reading this week, and it was called AIM, right? Meaning that how you aim at your goals, how you're, you know, making sure that you're aligned with your yourself, mind, body, and spirit, right? And one of the things that I talked about is having confidence and expectation. Hmm. When you have a confidence and expectation, just like you guys already have, you have confidence and expectation. You're basically saying, man, I already know where I want to go. I know what, I'm, what, what it takes to be there. I know what I'm going to do to get there. I'm going to do everything that I can do in my nature to make it happen. When we talk about Eric Thomas's how to breathe, you know, how bad do you want it? How, if you want it as bad as you want to breathe, right? That's on game, bro. What you know about that? Come on now. What you know about it? What you know about it? Hey, man, I had a personal experience about this. and, and, and and, And when that happened, it actually made me think about it, actually. Um... So I went on a snorkel trip, right, with the with a cute few co workers, right? <laughs> yeah, man. No, for real. But listen, bro, this is the craziest part, bro. If you would have told me go Isaiah, go go swim somewhere this time last year, man, I didn't know how to swim, bro. Mm-hmm. I didn't know how to swim when I moved on this island, bro. But I was content into learning how to swim, bro. Just learning how to continue to elevate myself, bring myself to learn something new, right? You can't tell me. You can't get me out of the water if you want to right now. Uh, but um, <laughs> yeah, fish. One of the- <laughs> I feel it, bro. <laughs> but no, no, no. So, so I went on this boat trip, man, and I was diving in like fifty feet water, man, and I was just like, bro. You know, I was thanking God. I was like, bro, like a year ago, and you wouldn't catch me diving, you know, comfortably. You know what I mean? With confidence and that expectation of just jumping into the water, right? Preach, brother. You know what I mean? Like, I'm in the water, bro. I see a, I ain't gonna lie, bro. I ain't gonna lie. I, I kind of got scared at this moment. But I had seen, like, a little... I, I seen a little barracuda, you know what I mean? And I'm just like, oh, okay. You know what I mean? You, you just... You don't panic because when you, you're in the water, bro, you don't want to panic at all, bro. Like, you gotta go with the flow. Yeah, you know I mean, when you're in the water, you gotta be one with the water. You know what I mean? You gotta float with the water. You just gotta ride the wave. You know what I'm saying? But that's one of the things I really learned about being in the water, bro. But um, what I was saying was like, I got in the 50 feet of water, and when I got in the 50 feet of water, man, I remember like going down 
Like when you first dive in, you know, you first dive into the water, you go down and you have to pull yourself back up, right? So when I pulled myself back up, I was thinking to myself, I was like, bro, I don't know if you guys ever had like a snorkel mask, but if you're underwater and the, t- the tube that you're breathing in is underwater, it's filled with water. So you cannot get any oxygen out of it. So when you do that, man, it's, it's, you're, you're like, trying to blow blow the water out or you're trying to do some things that make it work. And so it just made me instantly think like, bro, if you want to breathe, you want to be, if you want it bad as you want to breathe, man, you, you know, for you to be successful, you ain't thinking about no negativity. You're thinking about nothing but success. You're thinking about just wanting to breathe. You're not thinking about how bad, uh, how ugly today is, how, today how you know what i mean how dull the water is or how clear the water is you're not thinking about none of that you're thinking about i need to continue to live right and, and yeah. we talk about goals that's how your goals well i need to live so i need to breathe i need to get this water out of my tube so i can continue to live out my purpose nice people that's how, that's how you go, man. And that's really having confidence and expectation, right? We talk about all of that, like summoning all up, man, having that confidence and expectation. That is like key to really today's messages as being yourself. Because you know, when you're being yourself, you got to continue to, you know, f- be forward and, and figure out what exactly you want to accomplish in this world. Right. Man. That's that's oh my God. Pimple butterfly, man. <laughs> what that mean? To pimp a butterfly, brother. I'm just trying to get on Dez level, man. But go ahead, Dez. What you got for me, brother? Are we now at the positive note, brother? <laughs> <laughs> hey man. Tell me on a positive note, what you got for me, bro? I got you. Definitely. Um, so I know um, Quan touched on it earlier, but yeah, me and Quan, we was having a conversation um, this past weekend. And it's okay, we was just but really. Me out, but okay. <laughs> you ain't made the hey, cut again, hey, bro. Side, side, good, side note, bro. Side note before I continue. <laughs> Everything does not have to include you, bro, okay? <laughs> All right. Now, back hey. on. <laughs> to the positive note, <laughs> but now we was um chopping it, and I know um I, we kind of touched on it a little bit earlier, but I think the positive note I really want to end on is just like fall in love with the with the one percent, and I know I was t- telling myself the other day like you know sometimes we get caught up in where we're trying to go that we don't appreciate where we have been, and so like just really understanding that like. Like, we really tend to get caught up in, like, like say, for social media. Like, we see everybody else probably doing bigger and better things that, you know, we potentially haven't did yet, that it's in our future, it's in our favor. But, you know, we still get we still get blindsided by, you know, you know, looking at other people's accomplishments instead of really appreciating ours. And so I remember, you know, uh, really just watching uh, Offset's interview. Like, I really got this idea from Offset. Uh, interview and he was talking about how 
he uh, and the Migos used to rap in the closet, in the uh, rap in a closet, and they had this little software where they couldn't stop recording. Like as soon as like they started rapping, like everybody had to jump right on this, uh, you know, the beat, and you know you couldn't mess up, and if you mess up, you had to start over. So it was just crazy, like seeing like Offset talk about that, and then you know to where he's at now. So he was just like, you know, a lot of people, you know didn't see it but you know we saw it you know we had faith in our in our in our process we had faith in our journey and we had faith that you know you know every single day that we was we was going to continue to get better you know what I'm saying and I say to say this like the 1% like doesn't mean like you know you hear the 1% of the world you know you hear all those different type of things when I say 1% I mean literally whatever you doing every single day, continue to get better at it. And, you know, I know for Quan, he was talking about, um, uh, he's a graphic design artist. So, you know, he's been getting, I've seen him, you know, gradually getting better every single day. You know what I'm saying? And I know for me, me being a producer, every day I miss, you know, making beats, you know, it just feels like, oh, like, am I really, you know, giving my full potential? Am I really doing something that I really enjoy? But it's like, nah, I'm not I'm not putting in that one percent, you know what I'm saying? So I encourage everybody that's listening every single day, you know, gradually get better at whatever it is that you're doing. You know what I'm saying? Even if you don't see the end goal, you know, right now, it doesn't mean it's not there. You know what I'm saying? Like it's really right in front of you. But is it either you willing to take that next step to keep going or you just going to be, you know, like we was talking about earlier, be complacent, you know, where you where you're at. So I just encourage everybody, even if it's like 30 to one minute, I mean, not 30 to one minute, excuse me, 30, 30 minutes to an hour every single day of you just doing something like your, your passion, your desire, and just putting all your time and focus into it, you'll gradually see that 1% turn into 2%, you know, and then the following month, you know, you up to 30, 35% until you at the maximum peak of 99% where you consistently doing it every single day. And it's not, it's not even becoming like stress, like, Oh, I got to do it. It's like, no, I'm really doing what I enjoy and I'm doing it every single day. So I encourage everybody, you know, 1% get better each and every single day because the goal is, the goal is already set, you know, whatever you want in life, it's already there for you. It's just, are you willing to put that 1% in each day to get better? And I know everybody is going to do that and will continue to do that. So that's kind of my positive note. That's great. That's some great stuff right there. I definitely love that, brother. I appreciate that. Definitely, King. Hey, man. King, we have done a great job, brother, with that positive note. And with that faith corner as well, Quan, I really appreciate both of that, man. Hey, man. It's one percent a day, bro. One percent, man. Every day, every day, man. And I continue to to just grow with you guys, grow with this podcast, man. And I just want to say, man, I hope they continue to listen because we coming, man. I hope they hear us. Definitely, man. I hope they hear us. Remember, don't get caught up in where you're trying to go. Appreciate where you've been and continue to fall in love with where you're at. Because at the end, you'll always, you'll always love what you have went through and what you have gone through to get where you're going. So I just wanted to leave it on that as well. Hey, man, y'all stay tuned to the next episode. All right, no, man, y'all do not want to miss the next episode, man. So what we're going to do, man, I hope you guys hear us, man. And we are going to have a great week, man. I hope you guys have a great week. 
All right, y'all. All right, brother. Y'all be easy, man.